to Disorderly Dogs, the podcast for dog owners. If you find yourself in precarious predicaments with your dog, this podcast is for you. I'm Rachel Harris. I'm a certified professional dog trainer, and I hope to give you a fresh outlook on your dog's behavior and practical dog training advice. Reactive Redefined is opening for enrollment on October 1st. If you have a dog who lunges, barks, loses their shit at other dogs, people, skateboards, squirrels, Reactive Redefined was literally created specifically for you. Reactive Redefined is our online coaching program that can give you all of the emotional support and practical skills to make huge strides in your reactive dogs training. This is going to be the last time we offer Reactive Redefined in 2021. I got to tell you guys in 2022, the price is going up quite significantly. So if you want to join Reactive Redefined, October is your last chance for 2021. We would be delighted to have you in the program. We have just been had so much fun getting to know all of the beautiful people that have joined us in the past. So Reactive Redefined is open for enrollment on October 1st. Link to that is in the show notes. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Disorderly Dogs, the podcast. I hope that you all are well. Um, I know I've released a lot of episodes. This is going to be episode 179, I think. Um, If you have been on this journey, thank you for listening to Disorderly Dogs. It's so much fun to make these episodes. And what my favorite part is, is connecting with you all. Um, I get a lot of messages over on Instagram at a good feeling underscore CO um, with people who found me through the podcast. So I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad that you're listening. I know that there are a lot of podcasts to choose from. So I am really grateful that you are spending time with me today. So in today's episode, I want to talk about aging dogs. Um, As you may have already kind of caught on if you've been listening to the podcast, um, I'm known for being really real and sharing what's happening in my life with my dogs. Um, That's the only way I know how to be. So I'm going to continue to be that way and kind of share my um, real life experience and, you know, what we're going through. So before I jump into today's episode, I just wanted to kind of catch you guys up. So um, I went on a road trip. Um, we went to do Mexico and Arizona and then New Mexico and then back to Colorado. And the original plan was to take um, all of the dogs. So I have two dogs, Waylon and Tiva, and my mom has a dog, Jasmine. And the original plan was to take all the dogs. Well, um, Tiva kind of took a turn in her age and what she wants. So we didn't bring her. I'm going to talk more about about why we didn't. And then my mom's dog, Jasmine, has a lot of car stress and we decided it was just not going to be the trip for her. So it ended up just being Waylon and my mom and I. And if you follow me on Instagram, you saw all the footage. It was magnificent. We hiked, we went to national parks and Waylon was a total rock star. He's almost five. And seriously, y'all, like all of the training I put into him is shining through and it brings me immense joy to be able to work as a team so beautifully with Waylon. So yeah, guys, that's kind of what's happening in my world. It's fall. It's Colorado. It's beautiful. I love the season change. Um, reactive redefined. Um, the group six just is finishing up and group seven's about to start. And I just love and adore connecting with all you amazing reactive dog guardians. So let's talk about aging dogs, shall we? So um, I want to just give you a little history here. So for me, um, the 
oldest dog that I've ever had is Tiva, right? Um, unfortunately, all the dogs I had before Tiva left us before they had a chance to get old. So this is a bit of a unique experience for me. I have not had the privilege of um, transitioning a dog into, you know, the senior years like I have with Tiva. Um, as many of you know, if you don't know, um, Tiva had been ridiculously active and in really good shape up until recently. Um, it really kind of felt like on her 14th birthday, there was like a big um, shift and change in what she wanted out of life, which, you know, I've been doing my best to um, guide her and manage my own emotions through. So if you have a dog who is aging, I hope that this podcast can be really reassuring. And, you know, if you have a dog who isn't aging, hopefully you can still um, appreciate the gift of watching a dog age. So um, as Tiva starts to age, one of my major concerns is her comfort and her health, obviously. So um, I think it's really important to remember that your team of support, your vet, all of that should definitely be an integral part in your dog aging. So um, we are really spoiled that we have um, Dr. Caitlin Leonard in our lives. She's a veterinarian and she practices acupuncture, massage, and chiropractic. Um, and she's been a huge piece of the puzzle here. Um, her support has been invaluable in making sure that I'm doing the right thing for Tiva as she ages. So um, if you have a senior dog and you have a vet in your area who practices massage or chiropractic or acupuncture, I would definitely reach out because it's a huge part of Tiva's physical health. We're also in talk with just our regular vet. Um, we've been doing regular blood work just to monitor how her levels are. I think that um, having the blood work is just a ni nice way to monitor what's happening internally for her. And the really great news is that Tiva is still healthy. She is just 14. So we kind of crossed, you know, crossed that off our list. We made sure that the blood work looked good. Um, both vets felt her over really good. There was nothing like majorly um, worrisome. She seems really healthy. She's just aging. So as we continue to support her in this aging process, um, I'm trying my best to keep her comfortable. Um, we do CBD twice a day, um, and that's mainly for the anti-inflammatory properties, right? That's really helping with her mobility. We're doing a bunch of supplements. Um, we're doing an injection called Adequan. Um, those of you who know me and you know Tiva, um, that I will go above and beyond and literally anything that money can buy to keep her young, I'm going to invest in. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. Um, but so yeah, that's how we're trying to keep her comfortable. We're doing the CBD, we're doing the supplements and something that's been, you know, really quite challenging, honestly, for me, not for Tiva, is realizing that Tiva doesn't want to come a lot of places anymore. Um, I feel like I've spent the last 14 years making sure that she got to come because she genuinely wanted to go. She wanted to go to the barbecue. She wanted to go hiking. She wanted to go to the dog park. And she's really gently telling me that that's not what she wants to do anymore. So we're really leaning into that transition and I'm trying to appreciate some of like the um, time and freedoms that I have now because Tiva doesn't need me. Like she really is content to stay home. Something that really surprises me as she ages is the fact that like she really is genuinely content just to stay home. Um, so much of Tiva's early life was frustration and stress if I left her alone. And the fact now that she's like telling me gently that she doesn't want to come and 
that she's fine home alone. Um, it's been really beautiful. I'm really grateful that she's happy to be home alone, but it's definitely been hard because she's a damn delight and I don't want to leave her home. Um, but that's what she wants. So that's what I'm trying to honor right now. Um, so it's really normal, right, as dogs age that they want to sleep and they want to rest more. And I've seen a huge increase in that for Tifa. She's sleeping way more during the day. She's sleeping way harder. She's sleeping in in the morning. And that's all normal, right? Um, we definitely checked in with our vet. We made sure she's happy and healthy. And we're just kind of appreciating these new transitions where she's happy just to sleep more. Um, so I, I made a major mistake and I want to tell you all about it because I can't help but be honest. So um, some friends of ours were getting married and they had a rehearsal dinner in the park. And I thought, oh my God, Tiva will love that, right? All of her friends will be there. She can come, she can hang out. And I think that that was like one of like the most stark moments that I realized that like, okay, she's really transitioning into senior dog status. Um, long story short, she really hated being there. <laughs> she was very unhappy. Her tail was tucked. She was trembly. And of course I felt so bad. Um, so naturally I just drove her home um, because I wasn't going to ask her to be unhappy for too long. But I think that as our dogs age, we have to remember that there's going to be pretty drastic swings and changes in what they want. And that's okay right and I, I definitely gave myself a lot of grace I felt really bad that I put her in a situation that she didn't love but I didn't ask her to be there for too long um, and we're really spoiled um, shout out to my mother-in-law Cindy um, who is Tiva's second home um, Tiva as she ages she really needs more routine right she needs more consistency and that was a big reason we didn't take her to Sedona with us is because I felt like that would be way too much of a disruption to her routine and I thought that that would really stress her out. So I definitely made the choice to leave her at home. But I have the luxury of I get to leave her with grandma. And she's really familiar with grandma's house. And she's super comfortable there. And I think that that's something that I've been really conscious of way more than I ever have been in Tiva's life is like, keeping her life predictable, right? That routine is really important for her. And, you know, I, I definitely noticed some, I'll call it cognitive decline. That is not like, um, no vet has diagnosed that or anything, but I definitely noticed her losing some, you know, brain function. There'll be moments where I'll just kind of look at her and she's just staring off into space. And I'm kind of like, are you with me, girl? And she'll kind of like come back to. And I think that as I start to notice that, I'm really putting a lot of value in that predictability in her routine in those safe places so that if she does get a little disoriented, she's not in a brand new place that she doesn't know. So I'm really trying to keep a consistent schedule for her. She's getting fed at the same time. Um, thankfully, her appetite's the same. She still loves to eat. She still loves to do enrichment stuff. Um, but we're really adapting what we're doing. Um, TV used to hike a lot of miles, y'all. This dog has probably put down like thousands of miles in her life. But um, she doesn't want to do that anymore, right? Hiking is really too much of a big physical ask for her. So with the help of our veterinarian, Dr. Caitlin, um, she has helped guide me into a protocol for continuing to keep her body moving while also honoring that she doesn't want to go as much. Um, something that I'm definitely noticing for her physically is um, the decline in her um, muscle mass in her back end, which again, is, is not abnormal for senior dogs, but something that our vet is helping me understand is that I do have to keep her moving. So 
walks look very different around here these days. So first and foremost, I used to always walk the dogs together. Um, clearly, <laughs> they have much different needs now. So I'm doing completely separate walks. I'm going to talk a little bit about how I'm managing that in a minute. But um, we're doing walks where, um, you know, at first, Tiva doesn't really want to go. So I'm doing a lot of feeding and encouraging her. And we're doing short walks where she gets to do a lot of sniffing, but she's still moving her body. Um, this is something that, again, Again, I think that if you have an aging dog, you definitely want to like have a conversation with your vet about this. But um, because our vet knows Tiva so well, um, she's really encouraged me to continue the walks um, because it is important to keep her body moving still. So we've really transitioned to most of her physical exercise is just short, sniffy neighborhood strolls. Um, Tiva likes to eat park trash and that's something that I have been humoring her and let her doing. Um, obviously she's not moving super slow so I can like pre-screen what she's going to eat, but you know, a piece of pizza crust with some ants on it, I'm letting it roll. <laughs> she's 14. So I'm trying to enrich her life in ways that I can, um, without asking too much of her. Some other things we've really been focusing on are just simple, um, stretches and exercises at home. So um, if you're not familiar with like canine conditioning, it's like a whole thing. It's pretty cool. Thankfully, um, because Tiva was an athlete and an agility um, superstar in her younger years, she already has a lot of foundation for behaviors, for balancing and stretching and stuff like that. So that's something we're making a habit out of every day. We're doing her stretches. We're doing her strengthening exercises. And it's simple, but I think that if I went without it, there would be more of a physical decline. And I think that there's definitely a certain element of like the mental engagement that's really good for her too. So we're really doing just sniffy walks and those exercises and she still really loves to play with toys. Y'all, I could cry thinking about how freaking cute she is. She's 14. She still wants to tug. She still wants to play with toys. So we're trying to maintain the things that she really likes, um, but honoring that, you know, they're going to be short bursts and that's brilliant. And then she just gets to sleep really good in between. So, um, as Tiva ages, it's not only a transition for her, but it's a transition for everybody else in the household, right? And Waylon is definitely, um, <laughs> you know, there have been some hiccups because as we transition, it makes it harder to, you know, time-wise get everybody what they need. And Waylon had kind of been on like the 14-year-old walk schedule and he was, you know, <laughs> doing some not desi so desirable behaviors because his needs weren't being met. So like I said, I'm, I'm walking the dog separately now. And in order to mitigate stress for both the dogs, we have a really good routine where um, I walk Waylon first, Tiva gets to have her licky mat, and then we swap. I walk Tiva and Waylon gets to have his licky mat. So that's what's working really beautifully for us right now. Um, if you have two dogs, one that's older than the other dog, and you haven't done any sort of like um, transition into like you know, you take one dog and the other dog stays home. I do think that I would work on that now. That's something that um, Waylon has had a skill set for his whole life is that, you know, sometimes you don't get to go. Um, and I think that that's really important because it's inevitable, right? That our dogs are going to have different needs. And if we don't have the barrier of we can't take, you know, them out together without there being huge stress, um, I think that that can make the transition just that much easier. So I'm really grateful that I did that for myself. and <laughs> I had those things in place. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of been the change in routine. Um, and, you know, we're just appreciating every moment with her. You know, I adore this dog. <laughs> 
Um, she has been through a lot of crazy times in my life. 14 years is just like a gift to share that much time with the dog. So we're just loving and appreciating her every moment of every day. Um, Tiva has been accompanying me to the bathroom for the last 14 years. And I used to get so annoyed with her when she was young. And now I'm just like, I can't imagine going to the bathroom alone. That would be so boring. So we're just maintaining those routines for her and you know, I think it's one of those things that Tiva's still in really good health. She is aging. That's just part of the process. And as she continues to age and have a high quality of life and still want to do the things, we're going to let her rock and roll. Um, I don't know how long she will live. I hope she has a couple more years and she just gets to enjoy her life. But I'm not in control of that. All I'm in control of is, is loving and appreciating this dog. So if you have a senior dog, I hope that you found some value in this episode. If you are just a Tiva lover, welcome to the club. Um, she is just as delightful as I portray her on social media. So whew, bless her. All right, y'all. I love this podcast. I am so grateful for you listening. Um, if you have any um, suggestions for future podcast episodes, we have a suggestion box on the website, disorderlydogs.com. Um, and if you would like to join Reactive Redefined, um, if you would like to work with me, you can check out our website, agoodfeelingdogtraining.com. All right, y'all have a wonderful weekend. Smooch those puppies for me. And I am already looking forward to the next episode. All right, everybody, I know that CBD is a hot topic and rightfully so. There's a lot of misinformation surrounding CBD, but I tell you what, there's a lot of pretty amazing evidence for how amazing CBD can be for not only humans, but also for our pets. Uh, the ladies at VetCS uh, were on the podcast recently. It was episode 148. Give it a listen. You will learn a lot. Um, but I use VetCS products for me. I use VetCS products for the dogs. And I tell you what, Tiva, as she ages, the CBD is just amazing for her arthritis. And Waylon greatly benefits from the CBD too. So if you've been considering CBD for you or for your pet, check out VetCS.com. And you can use code DisorderlyDogs for 10% off your first purchase. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you need help with your dog's behavior, you can learn more about our training services at agoodfeelingdogtraining.com. We post training inspiration and training tips almost daily over on the Instagram at agoodfeeling underscore NCO. If you like this podcast, we would be so grateful if you could share it with a friend or family member who could benefit from all of the information. Um, it's been a total delight. We love this podcast so much. And thank you so much for listening to Disorderly Dogs.